Hello and welcome back to the Politics Unbox podcast. My name is Rhys and yes, I did promise it was time to have another look at the presidential election and therefore, uh, a man of my word, I will have a look at some of the polls in the presidential election, which means I have got 15 minutes to get through 50 states and the overall popular vote, as well as, of course, lest we forget, the District of Columbia. So that's why this intro section is going to be a little bit shorter than normal. So let's move straight on to the Politics Unbox podcast and I'll look at the national and statewide polls for the 2020 US presidential election. So yes, we are back looking at some of the national data from uh, the the presidential election polling. Um, It's episode 43 of the 2020 Vision section of the Politics Unbox podcast. And today I'm looking at data from uh, 538, which is a website put together by uh, American pollster Nate Silver. Uh, it's his sort of uh, project. And I'm going to be looking at some of the data in there and casting states as safe, likely, or toss-up. I'm going to get rid of the, the leaning and tilting aspects of it uh, because I think that if we're looking at states in within the margin of error, then I'm just going to put them as, as toss-up states on my, my map. I'm going to put together an electoral college map, and um, we'll have to, to wait and see as to what that map looks like, because I don't actually know yet. I'm going to be putting it together as we go through this episode. But why not start with the national picture? Because whilst this isn't uh, a popular vote national election, as in it won't be decided by um, whoever wins the popular vote. It is also important. And as of October the 20th, which is the most recent data on this website I'm looking at, Joe Biden on the aggregate of polls has a 9.9% lead, which is very good for the former vice president. Um, Biden currently sitting on an absolute majority at 52.1% of the vote, Donald Trump, the president, on 42.4. These are polling averages. Um, So this is what the polls are suggesting is the most likely outcome as of the 20th of October. So let's go through state by state and have a look at which state is going to vote which way. Um, Some of them will be very easy to cast in their respective roles, others much harder. Uh, We're going to go through them alphabetically so that I don't miss one out. Um... Because, of course, each state has a certain number of electoral college votes, and it is the number of electoral college votes that won, not the number of popular votes won, that will determine the presidency. 58 states plus the District of Columbia uh, give out their electoral college votes in a winner-takes-all system, so whoever gets the absolute most votes um, wins the the presidential election. but Maine and Nebraska operate in a slightly different system, so when I get to them, uh, you'll see that whilst two of their votes will be given on that winner-takes-all system, um, two of their votes for Maine and three of their votes for Nebraska are given based on the winner in each congressional district in that state. Um, But we'll explain that more when I get there. Let's start with the first state in the Union by alphabet, which is Alabama. 
and it will absolutely surprise no one to say that Alabama is going to be in the safely Republican column, uh, or the strong Republican. Uh, I'm going to be using strong and leaning. Um, anything that has a poll lead of over uh, 8%, I'm going to put in the strong or safe column for either party. And anything that has um, over 3%, I'm going to be putting in the uh, leaning. Um, so anything under 3%, I would suggest could well be in that margin of error, and I'll put it as a toss-up state. But I will give my view on which way I think some of those states are going to go. Um, but yes, Alabama is definitely going to be in the strong Republican state. Trump currently leading by about 17.8%. Um, Alaska, now normally you would put that in the strong Republican column, but today it's going in the leaning Republican column. Trump only ahead by 5.5% as of the latest polling averages. He's on 49.1% to Biden's 43.5%. Maybe the president will see that as a sign of things to come. Possibly having one of his safest states not in that strong Republican column could be a negative for him. Let's turn now to Arizona. Big battleground state in this election. Um, A lot of people thinking that the way Arizona goes may well have uh, a deciding factor on the way the election goes. And for Joe Biden right now, we're looking at putting that into the leaning Democrat column. It is on 3.8% lead for Joe Biden, 49% to Trump's 45.2%. So that would just take it past that 3% threshold that I set as a, a rough margin of error. But this state could still go to Donald Trump. We know that um, the polls weren't necessarily bang on in terms of each state-to-state prediction last time. Um, So we could well see a Trump resurgence. And I think we're far more likely to see a shy Trump voter than a shy Biden voter in this election. People who just don't show up in the polling. Let's turn to Arkansas, next state by alphabet, where Trump is going to win Arkansas. He's nearly 20 points ahead. Uh, I I think if he doesn't win Arkansas, he will be he'll be out of the White House in a landslide. And the same for California, Joe Biden's first safe state. He has about a 30% lead in California. If he doesn't win California, um, then Donald Trump may even be president for life. Um, if California doesn't go Democratic, something has gone majorly majorly wrong within the system. Um, Colorado is next, and the nine electoral college votes there look like they're going to be safely or strong Democratic votes. There's currently a 12.4% lead ever since sort of mid-April in terms of the polling average. Uh, Joe Biden's been above 50% since May. Um, It looks like Biden has got Colorado wrapped up. Connecticut also looks like a very strong Biden state. Uh, He's above 50% and has been there since well before March. Um, So Connecticut will go Democratic. Delaware, another Joe Biden state. Uh, The three electoral college votes there will be going Democratic. It's got about a 26% lead in that state in terms of polling averages. Now we turn to the District of Columbia, which is the most liberal voting bloc in the United States. Joe Biden has been at 87% since um, the first polls have come out, basically, he has a he has a nearly 80% lead over the president. Um, 
DC has never voted Republican since it got voting rights in the 60s. So don't expect to see that going Republican. Now, um, very, very interesting. Our first toss-up state. Um, The most recent data is putting um, Joe Biden uh, in the lead significantly. But not over that 3% margin. He's at 2.8%. So Florida remains in our toss-up column because it is well within that flippable margin of error. And of course, we saw the polls suggesting that Hillary Clinton could be winning in Florida in 2016. And we know that Donald Trump carried Florida. So for that reason, I'm keeping Florida in the too-close-to-call or toss-up column. And it's the same for the next state, Georgia. Um, Whilst Florida has always really been a a toss-up state, a bellwether state, if you will. Georgia, not so much. And this tightening of the race, indeed Joe Biden currently ahead on the averages by about 1%, um, well within the margin of error, hasten to add. But it's not good for Donald Trump to see states he would normally have relied upon, like Georgia, in the margin of error. You would have expected Georgia to be a safe Republican state in 2016, in 2012, 2008, all the way back until, uh, I think, Jimmy Carter's election in 1976, and in fact his defeat in 1980, because he was from Georgia, that was the last time the Democrats won Georgia in a presidential election. Um, So it's quite bad for the president to see Georgia in the toss-up column, but um, it's also good for him that we can't definitively pick it for Joe Biden. Something we can definitively pick for Joe Biden is Hawaii. Um, It will come as a surprise to no one that Hawaii is safely in the Democratic column. In just the same way, it will come as a surprise to nobody that Idaho, with its four electoral college votes, is going to be plopping into the Republican column. Um, About 20% lead there for the president. Illinois, the home state of Barack Obama and indeed Hillary Clinton, is up next. And with about a uh, a 17% lead, Joe Biden is the overwhelming favourite to win Illinois. And again, we can put that in the safe state area up, uh, not quite as safe as places like California and New York, but is very much up there with them. Next state going down the alphabet is Indiana, home state of Vice President Mike Pence. And we can expect Donald Trump to carry this in November. Um, Not too far away now, of course, under two weeks away. But we can expect Indiana to be going solidly red. Now, a state we can't call yet is Iowa, because the difference is 0.2%. Um, we do not know which way Iowa is going. We would expect it to be leaning Republican. And if I had to make a guess, I would say it would be slightly tilting towards the Republican Party, just because I think they have um, the, the base in Iowa more than the Democratic Party does. But right now, the polls are suggesting Joe Biden has a 0.2% lead. I would suggest it will still go Republican, but it will be interesting to see how that plays out. Just again, looking at all these these polling averages and uh, trying to get the best picture we can of where the battles are going to have to be fought. Um, a battle that is probably not going to have to be fought is in Kansas. We're looking at about a 6% lead in the polls for Donald Trump, and we can expect that to be shored up by uh, a Kansas conservative majority, They've gone Republican uh, again, um, I think it's at every time since about the, the 60s in Kansas. So we can expect that one to probably go Republican, but it just because of the poll numbers, we've put it in the leaning Republican rather than the safe Republican. 
a state we can put into the safe Republican is the state of Kentucky, home state of Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. They seem to be very happy with Donald Trump's work and putting him up at 56.5% with a nearly 20% lead in the polls over Joe Biden. So Kentucky will go Republican. Another state that we can comfortably predict Republican will be Louisiana. A 15% lead for Donald Trump. Um, That lead has been consistent all the way through uh, since about August time. Um, We will put Louisiana in the safe or strong Republican column. Now, Maine. Maine is interesting. Joe Biden currently has a uh, 15% nearly lead in uh, in Maine, and that will allow him to carry the at-large district, so two electoral college votes and probably one more uh, electoral college vote, because, of course, they do it by congressional district. Um, now, we would expect him to carry the fourth in Maine, but we just can't guarantee it because that race is much closer. Um, we're not putting it in the strong Democratic category, but we are going to put it in the likely or leaning Democratic category. So we will expect the Democrats to win all four electoral college votes in Maine, judging by the current poll figures, but one is less certain than the other three. Um, after Maine, comes Maryland, and that's going to be a Democratic state. We don't need to talk about that too much. Ten electoral college votes coming the way of the Democrats. They've got about a 30% lead. The same roughly in Massachusetts, another 30-odd percent lead for Joe Biden. Again, not too much to talk about there in Massachusetts. Plenty to talk about in Michigan. Um, Michigan, the lead for the Democrats is just under 8%. Um, It was a state that was expected to go Democratic in 2016. It didn't. It crucially went to President Trump. But right now, looking at the poll averages, uh, and again, this 538 uh, poll tracker app bases polls and weights polls on quality, size, uh, sorry, sample size, and the the relative times, um, uh, or the, the relative recency of polls and it is putting Joe Biden at just under 8%. So we're going to put it in the leaning Democratic column. I don't feel confident enough to call this a safe Democratic state just because of the unexpected factor that happened in 2016 when Trump pulled Michigan out of the bag. Um, But I do think that out of the two parties it is far more likely this time around to go Democratic than um, Republican. Speaking of states that are likely to go Democratic... Uh, whilst not being in the safe category. Minnesota, again, just under 8% lead for Joe Biden in Minnesota, home state of Democratic primary contender Amy Klobuchar. She would love it to go Democratic, um, and again, it it did go to Hillary Clinton in 16, so we would expect it to be um, Biden in 2020. A state that went for Trump in 2016 and will still be Trump in 2016 It is Mississippi. If we see that go to the Democrats, then Trump is out of the White House for sure. He's got a 15% lead in that state, and we will expect him to keep that lead. Um, He's also got a big lead in Missouri, uh, and we will expect that to go Republican. Uh, Now, next up on the list, Montana. Again, another fairly sizable lead for the president. Uh, It has closed over the last couple of, of weeks and months, But again, Montana, we expect to go Republican. Um, 
Also the same in Nebraska, where there's just under 8% lead, but everything apart from the second congressional district, we would expect to go Republican. Um, although I would say that three of their votes are likely to go Republican, there are strong Republican, one is likely, and that second congressional district, I would say, is likely to go Democratic just because of the way the 2nd Congressional District has been campaigned in and the way we are seeing the polls go in that particular area. Now, at this point, I am aware that this uh, this particular one will run over. I do apologise for that, but uh, there's a lot of polls to get through. Now, New Hampshire, I don't need to talk about this one too much because I can probably predict this as a very safe democratic state we're looking at about 11 to 12 percent lead for joe biden um, it was closer than hillary clinton would have liked in 2016 um, she nearly lost it but again if she could hold on to it against donald trump i'm pretty sure joe biden can um new jersey if that goes republican donald trump is going to be the president of the united states because there is a 20 percent lead for that for joe biden um, if he can, if he can lose New Jersey, it is, it is over. Um, Joe Biden, I'm almost a hundred percent sure will also carry New Mexico again, along with, uh, Washington DC that has very rarely voted for Republicans. I think it has been democratic every election since sometime in the eighties, uh, possibly the 84 election when Reagan thumped, uh, Walter Mondale, who had been Jimmy Carter's vice president. Looking at New York, the next state by alphabet, um, yeah, that's that's a Democratic state. No, no more to say on that one, really. North Carolina, just inside our margin of error. Uh, I've set the margin of error at about 3%. Some would set it at 4 some would even go higher, uh, but I've gone for 3%, um, and it is at 2.9% towards Biden. So again, leaning Joe Biden, but nowhere near settled because of that again the shy trump voter i think is going to be a real problem for democrats um i just don't want to i just don't want to call this election too early something i can call very early though north dakota that's that's going republican i don't even have to think about that one ohio ohio is very very interesting we're looking at currently a one percent lead for president trump and i would expect that lead to be shored up a little bit in Ohio, because again, that shy Trump voter, um, we know Ohio is um, prime Trump territory. But Joe Biden, being from the Rust Belt, being from Scranton, Pennsylvania, and Wilmington, Delaware, could try and attract some of those voters. So that 1% lead could be shakier for President Trump than we think it might be. Um, as it is, though, it's staying in that toss-up category. Ohio, a bellwether state, will not want to lose its status of having correctly predicted or gone with the winner of the presidential election every time since the 60s. Um, we never know. We will definitely be keeping an eye on Ohio. Um, a state we will unfortunately not be keeping as close an eye on, no offence, uh, is Oklahoma, because it it's, it's going to be a Republican state. Let's be very clear on that it's going to be a republican state um another state we're not going to be looking too closely at again apologies but oregon um if that doesn't go democratic then we'll look at it but it's 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 going to go it's going to go to the democrats
Um, a state we will be looking at very closely is Pennsylvania. Part of that infamous blue wall that was shattered by Donald Trump in 2016, Pennsylvania is well in play in this election, but the polls have it about a 6% lead to Joe Biden. For that reason, I've put it in the leaning slash likely Democratic column. Um, I do think this will probably go Democratic just because Joe Biden from Scranton, Pennsylvania, um, despite living in Delaware now, has has roots in the area. His messages are seeming to resonate with voters in the area. That's what we're getting from um, small group surveys and polling samples. It will be interesting to see how this one goes, but I do expect Joe Biden to carry the state of Pennsylvania. It will be the first step in a long comeback for the Democratic Party. A state they are expected to win, however, the Democrats, is Rhode Island. Four electoral college votes coming to them there. They're 32% ahead in the polls. South Carolina. Um, We're putting in the leaning Republican column. About 7% ahead. We're expecting South Carolina to probably go Republican, but it is just a little bit under that margin of error that I will be comfortable saying this is definitely going to be a Republican state. So that's why it's in the leaning Republican column, although I do expect it to go Republican. Now after South Carolina, we have South Dakota, and I have no trouble putting this in the safe Republican column. There's about a 12% lead in there. I expect that to be extended further. Another state with about a 12% Republican lead that I expect to be extended further is Tennessee. Um, That will go Republican unless uh, hell freezes over. Now a state I would have always expected to go Republican, but now I'm just not so sure, is Texas. And in fact, the polls are so not so sure that I can't even put it in the leaning Republican column in terms of the poll data I've been looking at. It is in the toss-up category. Donald Trump, as of the most recent polling averages, has a 1% lead. Um, At one point in July, Joe Biden was the polling average leader by about 0.8%. Um, Trump has reasserted a little bit of a lead. Again, I will probably, out of both candidates, expect this to go towards the Republican Party. But this closeness in the data is a worry for the president. Again, 1.2% lead for Donald Trump in the polling data in Texas. That's, that's meant to be a safe GOP state. Um, At the moment, we can't even comfortably predict it as a leaning state, so it's staying in the toss-up category. One state that is is not staying in the toss-up category, however, and is being put into the safe Republican category, uh, is Utah. Utah with 107, uh, sorry, not 117, um, Utah putting the Republicans onto 117 electoral college votes on my little map indicator here, but with six Electoral College votes, um, about 12% lead for Donald Trump, and expect that to rise on election day. Um, We've done one safe state for the Republicans, let's do another one for the Democrats, Vermont. Nothing more to say, the the home state of of Bernie Sanders uh, as a senator, Vermont will go Democratic. Another state we expect to go Democratic is Virginia, with its 13 electoral college votes. Um, a 13% lead for Joe Biden. We do expect that to go Democratic. 
Washington State. If that doesn't go Democratic, big shock on the cards. Um, that will go Democratic. Governor Jay Inslee, still quite popular, um, and a 24% lead for Joe Biden. Uh, looking at West Virginia, that is going to go Republican. I feel very confident to say that. It's one of the most conservative states in the USA right now. Uh, if that doesn't go to Donald Trump, he is going to be walking out of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue very very sad about how the 2020 election has gone. Uh, on to our final two states. Wisconsin. Again, another state that really kneecapped Hillary Clinton in 2016 by going Republican. The polls are suggesting it's going to go Democrat, but not confident enough to put it in that strong Democrat category. Um, it's got about a, a 6 to 7% lead on the average polls. Um, just a bit too close to put it comfortably in uh, the Democratic category. But, again, looking far more confident than Hillary Clinton did in that state. Uh, and finally, Wyoming. Wyoming is going to go Republican. Bit of a, a bit of a downer to end on. Uh, Wyoming is it, it's going to go Republican. Um, so let's have a look at the, the data that this is put together. What we're looking at on the Electoral College map uh, are 216 Electoral College votes that are safely Democratic um, in the states I've gone through, and 75 that are leaning Democratic, which, for those of you who have picked up, has pushed them over the 270 needed to win. So at the moment, the polls are suggesting that Joe Biden is going to be the next President of the United States of America, and I would be inclined to agree with them. Now, this current map is putting the Republicans on 125 Electoral College votes and leaving 122 Electoral College votes as toss-ups, those in the states of Texas, Iowa, Ohio, North Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. Let's just put those states into the, the colours I think they'll go to. Um, so let's start with the ones I think that the Republicans will win, and I think the Republicans will pick up Texas, Georgia, Florida, uh, and Iowa. Ohio, possibly, possibly not. Um, actually, I think I'm going to pull back Florida and put Ohio Republican. And for the, the Democrats, I think they will win North Carolina and Florida, which would put the map on 335 for the Democrats and 203 for the Republicans. So for, so for those people who've been on the Instagram asking for my personal predictions... At the moment, based off the data I'm looking at, I can't see too many avenues for Donald Trump to succeed. That being said, it wouldn't take too much of a swing in places like Wisconsin, in places like Arizona, and in places like uh, North Carolina, which I only just pushed over into the Democratic side, and Florida, which I only just pushed over to the Democrats, and Michigan, which surprised us all last time, um, to see the Republicans into the White House with 284 Electoral College votes. Out of the states Donald Trump won last time, he can afford to lose Pennsylvania. He can afford to lose Arizona. Uh, he can afford to um, to lose all those all those states. Um, and North Carolina he can afford to lose. Uh, 
he can still win this election. Don't get any ideas that um, that he won't put up a fight in this. And if it becomes a the the dreaded the dreaded tie, uh, then we're looking at a situation where North Carolina is the deciding one, and we're looking at a situation where Donald Trump probably becomes president. Now, I don't think it will come to a tie, but the polls are suggesting Joe Biden will be the next president of the United States of America. I happen to agree with them currently, just based on the ways that I I don't see enough Republican or shy Trump voters out there to turn the tide. That could all change. We're looking at a very busy election day. We are possibly even looking at a very busy election week. Yes, you heard me. Election week. Mail-in ballots are going to take longer to count because they take longer to verify. So we could see Donald Trump being proclaimed the winner on election night. But as the ballots come in, we could see states flipping themselves around and becoming Joe Biden states. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, But it's going to be fun to watch. Anyway, we have gone massively, massively over time, but I've enjoyed myself looking through these polls. So all I'm going to say now is thank you very much for listening to the Politics Unbox podcast, because that is all the time we have. I hope to see you all around again soon for the next episode of the podcast. And until then, goodbye. Mm-hmm.